This is Cammie. And this is Madeline. And you're listening to the Communities That Convert podcast. Episode number 18. Content is king. Or in our case, queen. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the Communities That Convert podcast with Madeline Sklar and Cami Hoiza. In this podcast, you will learn how to build a tribe of raving fans. You will hear tips, ideas, and advice you can use right now on how to grow your own community and provide value that inspires them to take action. Are you ready to get started? In our last episode, number 17, we talked about how to use email to effectively market your community. But first, you need great content to feed your fans. That's right. And in this episode, because of that, we are going to talk about the five ways that we came up with to quickly create relevant content. And we're going to use actually this podcast as an example, because let's see, a couple of weeks ago, we had a crisis of content, didn't we? Yes, we did. We thought we wanted to get ahead of the content, right? We didn't want to go into the new year with no content. Not that we had no content, but we wanted it to be specific and relevant to what you guys needed. So I pulled out one of my best and favorite tricks, which was to really spin up a lot of content fast. And how fast did we spin up that content, Madeline? Do you remember? Super fast. Super fast. (laughs) I think it, it was super fast. I think we took out, what was it, two hours to do it? Pretty much, yes. Yeah, more or less. So we're going to kind of share that process with you guys as a way to explain it. And hopefully you'll get a little bit out of it and you can come up with your own content for 2018. We want you to be ready. Yeah. So let's start with number one, mission statement. So we should all have a mission statement, right? I mean, it's important to sit down and really think about that. You know, what is your why? Why are you doing this? Who are you trying to reach? Yeah, exactly. And it's really, really important to understand what it is that you're trying to accomplish. And I know that sometimes it's really hard to focus for entrepreneurs because we like to chase after the next shiny, bright object, or we think, is this going to work better than that? But really for content, especially around a specific thing, like a podcast in this case, or maybe for you, it's a blog or your social media channels or videos, you have to come up with a centralized theme, a reason for people to listen to what you have to say. So for this podcast, for example, we really niched down on communities and converting and communities that convert came out of that. And our real mission for this was to to explain to our audience and to teach our audience all the ways they can both build and sustain and use a community platform to promote their businesses. So that's really what we're all about. And I'm hoping that you have something too that your platform is about. So if you're you know, selling a certain kind of holistic healing, or if you are a person who has a company that you're running, or say you're a nonprofit and you need to come up with people that support your cause, you need to come up with that mission. What is your why? Why are you creating this content? Definitely. And number two, define who you serve. You know, what do they need? We got to really think about this. You can Get everything you want in your, this is Zig Ziglar, you can get everything you want in your life if you just give other people what they want, which is so profound. I love that quote from him. So think about, you know, who are you serving? Really get pen to paper and write this down. Take some time out of your schedule and do this. Very important. In fact, you know, pause this podcast, open up a notebook 
And as we go through this, maybe just take a few minutes to do this right now, because we're all about action, aren't we? Yes, we love action takers. So the faster you can take action, the better. And really, this is something you should know off the top of your head. It doesn't have to be perfect, your mission statement. It just has to be clear what you're trying to accomplish through your content. What is the centralizing theme that you're going to be using this year? And defining who you serve then becomes that second piece where you're going to write down who you serve. And I think, you know, in an episode past, which we can't remember which one, we'll have to go back and look it up for you. But it is a, a kind of a if then statement. So you can say, I am Cami Hoiza and I help community managers to build their communities so that they can grow their business. Let's say that's what you want to do. So you want to say who you are, who you help. It's really important to know exactly who you're trying to help because you want to solve a specific problem. You don't want to just talk to the air and hope that it kind of sticks to the wall. You know, you want to know what problems you're solving for which audience. So what would you say about your audience, Madeline? What, what would you say usually? Who do you help? Well, when it comes to my Twitter Smarter brand, which is my Twitter chat, my podcast, I'll tell you what's interesting, Cami. I initially, two years ago, when I started this, I thought my community was going to be startups, people just getting going with business, new entrepreneurs. I was wrong when I really took a hard look at who was coming out to everything I was doing through my communities. It was other social media marketers and social media managers that are doing what I'm doing, but not quite at the level that I've achieved in success with it. And so I feel that is a lot of people in social media that are aspiring to get to where I'm at. And that's been based on the interactions I've had with them, the things that they're telling me. You really got to listen to your audience and know everything about them is really important. Well, what if somebody doesn't have an audience yet, though? Because I'm sure that this is a big stumbling point for most people. They're like, well, I don't really know who that's going to be because nobody really listens to me. And by the way, just so you know, both Madeline and I were there once too. We had no audience. Nobody was listening that that wasn't happening. So what would you tell people if they're in that situation? Well, you got to start somewhere. We all started somewhere and we all started at zero. So it's about getting out there and putting, you know, your stake in the ground and starting something and not worry about, oh, are all the logistics ready? Just do something, start a mailing list, start talking to people and build the community. But, you know, what we're talking about here with, you know, having a mission statement. So many people I talk to don't have that. They don't even know what their why is. So all of these pieces we're talking about really come together into that puzzle you're putting together, basically. And uh, these are just all the little pieces. And it really makes a huge difference to sit down and do this. It's like the content creation brew, right? Yes. So that's what we can do. So that brings us to our third point, which is once you kind of have an idea of what you want to be talking about, And by the way, that can change over time. So just as Madeline say, put a stake in the ground, make up your mind that for right now, that's what you're going to do. And hey, if nobody listens to it, nobody cares, you can always shift. You know, I would say, look at this for at least a quarter, like at least three months, go ahead and spin up enough content for at least three months, and then just start putting the content out and seeing if people respond to it and what parts of it they respond to the most. So at that point, once you have your stake in the ground, you kind of know who you want to serve you have your mission, start your create to create your content by coming up with categories. And this was something that Madeline and I sat down and did actually just a couple of weeks ago for this, but I've done it for many other products that I've done in the past. And I found that it was a really fast way to put together a great content calendar. And 
What's great about it also is it's SEO friendly, search engine optimization friendly, because over time, if you build a body of knowledge around a specific topic, that's going to make you rank higher in the search engines and it's going to make people think of you in a certain way. So like, for example, Madeline's done a lot around Twitter and she put a stake in the ground a couple of years ago about Twitter and said, you know, I, she's great at other kinds of social media too, by the way, that's not really, you know, the only thing she's great at, but she says, I'm going to like specialize in Twitter. And how has that kind of worked out for you? It worked out great because yeah, I can help people with everything, but I really wanted to niche down hard on Twitter because Twitter is something I'm very passionate about. It really helps if it's something you're passionate about because it really shows and people will tell you that. And people love to be around people that are excited about what they're talking about. I've known this for many years, going back to when I was in the music business, I was always passionate about that. And it's, it's like a magnet. You, you draw people to you when you're passionate about what you're talking about. So what are you passionate about? Put that stake in the ground. And coming up with these categories, I have to say, going through this process with you, Cammie, was really exciting because you have such a great way of putting all this together. I never really thought about doing these categories. It's so simple, yet something I never really spent time doing. So Cammie, I'd love for you to talk about like how you break this down with the categories. Because when I went through this process with you for our Communities That Convert podcast, I found it to be very interesting. Oh, well, great. Thank you. Well, I actually, the look on your face when I pulled out all the the pieces of paper was like, uh, what are you doing? (laughs) So I want to kind of just say thank you for kind of going along with me on this process because I I knew that it would create a, a lot of content for us. So what I did is I took a big pad of like kids paper, you know, the kind that you go and buy like at the, at the store. And it's these big ones that people like the kids crayon color on, you know, kind of large sized 11 by 17, I think is the size, something like that. Anyway, it could be any size and you can do this anyway. You can do this electronically too, but I like visuals. I'm very visual and I think Madeline is too. So I like to do kind of a visual thing. And what I did is sat down with Madeline and we started to talk about the content we'd already created. And we started to say, what what kind of categories does it fit in? And we started there. Now, if you have no content created yet, you know, we kind of put the cart behind the horse in this case, or before the horse, excuse me, in this case, because we had done a bunch of content already before we actually put together this plan. But what we came up with was several different categories. One was building and managing a community. One was the sales and marketing part of building a community. The third was ROI and measurement, which was a huge part of this for us because we, I really do believe in accountability and having something that converts in the end. And then the fourth one that we came up with was participation and engagement. Like how do you get your community participating with you? And then we came up with the fifth one called tools, like the tools of the trade. Like how do you, what kinds of tools do you need? And we know that people are really interested in the tools. So we can't have a separate category for that. Then we came up with these side categories that maybe are more like tags or whatever, but case studies and interviews, they're types of categories. So we stuck with these five. And then we kind of thought in each one of these five, we wanted to make sure that there was a mix of interviews and case studies, as well as our own information. So that that way you had a steady diet of building and managing your community, the sales and marketing of your community, the ROI and measurement of your community, how people participate in your community and how to, and the tools to get it done. So those were the five categories that we came up with. 
And then we put the names of these categories on the top of a page. So, you know, I just wrote building and management, sales and marketing, ROI and measurement. And on one side, we wrote everything that we'd already done in each of these categories. And it became clear immediately which categories were neglected versus the ones that had the most. So we'd done a ton of stuff already on building and managing your community. We'd done very little on other parts of it. Like even though we had done some ROI and manage measurement, we needed more of that. Tools, we hadn't done really anything specific yet. And we have some ideas coming up of how we're going to manage that. Um, also for tools, it made us clear for us that that would be one way for us to come up with affiliate partnerships too, with tools that might have an interest in being and partnering with our podcast. So that's what we put together because that's really part of our, our ROI and measurement for our community is how are we going to make this convert and this podcast convert? So we wrote these all out on a piece of paper and then we just brainstormed around different kinds of topic ideas for each category. And we broke those down as much as possible. So we only want to do 20 minute podcasts, 20 to 30 minute podcasts to keep it manageable for you. So when we had bigger ideas, we broke them up into one, two or three, maybe series podcasts. And we thought, you know, at least every quarter we'd have a series. And we started talking about how to manage that. Well, before you even could say a word, um, you know, maybe two hours later, we had so many ideas. And I, it was I think sort of shocking. Were you shocked by how many ideas we came up with? I was amazed. And the reason why I said that this was a really quick process, I mean, yeah, it took a few hours, but in the big picture, we did this quickly because normally what do you do? You just put out content, you just throw it out there and you just don't really think about honing this all in, spending time writing out your categories, looking for where the holes are. We realized we had holes in this and this is a great way to really, you know, really look at this, you know, going from macro to micro. And uh, I was really impressed with this, Kimmy. You, you're really good at this, I have to say. Oh, thank you. Um, so we came up with at least 40 ideas. We came up with yeah. enough content to get us through really the next three months easily. Yes, Maybe absolutely. four months. So that kind of gets us through a whole quarter. And then if we sit down once a quarter and spin up the next bit of content, the cool part is by then we'll know which ones that you like because we'll be able to see in our stats. Because one of the things that Madeline and I do when we sit down is right away, we go over our stats every single time. How many things are downloaded? Which episodes are more popular? Those kinds of things. Are we getting any engagement with you? That kind of thing. And, and it's slow going at the beginning. So you want to make sure that you're looking at all of that and making sure as you're building it, you build stuff that people really, really are wanting to have from you. And you'll get that feedback from people. You know, suddenly it'll jump up. We have episodes that have way more downloads than other episodes. And we can kind of see where that that happened. Um, usually, you know, that has to do with community and whether the community is engaged around a particular topic. So those are the kinds of things that for us are really important. And ours also, those are the things that are for you really important to watch as you put your content together. And this doesn't have to be just a podcast. This could be for a blog post. This could be for a video, video kind of channel, whatever it is that you're doing, you need to come up with a lot of fertile content so that you can start to grow. And you don't have to wonder every day when you wake up, like, what am I going to talk about today? Or what am I going to write about today? That should not be something that's happening for you. And one of the first things I did is I took all of these categories. I went to our blog. And I set them up as categories in our blog. So as we put in new podcast episodes, we're going to be classifying them in each category. And before you know it, 
we're going to have a really deep repository of information in each of these categories. And we're going to be able to offer that to you, our listener. And if all you care about is ROI and measurement, you can actually go to our blog at that point, click on the category for um, ROI and measurement. And guess what? You can binge listen on every ROI and measurement podcast that we've ever done. So that's really the bottom line. And that's the end game is that you have content that's consumable by the people that care about it the most in a way that matters to them. Absolutely. And I love how you're saying like with our blog, you'll be able to, you know, look at the different categories and just go right, you know, if, they, if you're just interested in the ROI, you just go to that category and binge listen. I think this is really important to start doing with everything you put out with content. You know, like, like you're saying, Kami, whether it's a podcast, a blog, a video series, there's so much we're putting out there as content, but taking the time to go through these steps can really help tremendously. Right. It also boils it down to like specific topics, which I mean, you can talk about all of this stuff, but if you don't bundle it up into something that makes sense to people, you're kind of wasting a lot of your effort. You know, it's kind of like recreating the wheel. And one of the things I noticed right away is I did not want to start getting super repetitive about the content that we were offering up. And I wanted to make sure that we were spreading out what we were doing across different ideas. And so in these content categories, we're going to get experts to come in in each of those areas and talk to you about these things. So it's not just the voices of Cami and Madeline. It also, so we already had Dory and we had Kirsten come and talk to us. So we've already had a couple of experts on and we're going to have a few more that we've already kind of thought about. And also we're going to do series and we're going to go deep in some areas. So it's not going to just be shallow, you know, like two inches thick and a hundred miles wide. It's going to be deep as well. So my idea is that we use these categories to really hone in on that. And then of course, once you have the categories and your fourth step was brainstorming the content for each category, just so you know. So the first step, mission statement. Second step, define who you serve. Third step, create content categories. Fourth step, brainstorm your content for each category. And that's where I just left you off on that one. And then the fifth step is obviously you have to create this content. And one of the things that I would recommend to you is batching your content, not just doing one thing at a time, coming up with a time where you sit down and you batch a bunch of content and you may not even release it all at the same time. You want to batch ahead of time. And batching is where you give yourself a little period of time, like a day or half a day where you sit down and you maybe write an entire series about whatever your category is. For us, you know, it might be about how to engage your community. And maybe we'll have, you know, a a bunch of different steps for that. And what would those be? And then break each one down into separate posts or separate podcast episodes. And that is a great way to start. You can actually run an entire month of content that way by getting it out of the way at one time. And I know that Madeline and I really do try to sit down and sometimes we will sit down and do two or about two podcasts at a time is our max because of our time limitations. But we'll sit down and do two in a row. And that really helps us to get ahead. Don't you agree? Absolutely. It's a smart way to do things. So yeah, talking about the podcast is a great example. We try to do this in batches where we are trying to do at least two episodes at one time. So that way it gives us extra content. We can look at our calendar and space it all out and make sure we have plenty of time to, because we still got to get the show notes together. We still have, you know, just because we record this episode, it does not immediately go out. There's so much behind the scenes that go into this. So it really becomes beneficial to batch it 
so that it, it buys you time basically to go and do all of the other things that go in behind after the podcast is recorded. But yeah, this works great for your social media, you know, batching together posts. I will spend time reading articles every day. I mean, this is a form of the batching. Every morning I go read articles from my RSS feed using Feedly and I will in a 10, 15, 20 minute setting, I'm basically batching all of these articles into posts through my buffer. So that way the rest of the day, I've got all these tweets scheduled of all these different articles that I've read that I feel like are worthy of sharing with my community. So that right there is a great example of batching. Yeah. So there's a lot of different ways to do batching. Another way that I've done batching with some of my clients, like we just finished 40 Instagram posts for one of my healthcare clients where we have, we're going to have a repository of really cool little pieces of information on really great photos. And we've gone through, done all the research. There's links out to really great articles. And we have 40 pieces of content. This is evergreen stuff, right? That we can use over and over again. So that's going to all sit there. And then maybe in three more months, we'll do another 40 so that that way we can then rotate them and we can maybe get a whole year's worth of use out of those by doing that. So it's really a great way to manage things. And I've done it with my clients. And oftentimes I know that for my own self, I tend to like put myself on the back burner and I don't use the same things that I use for my clients for myself. But in this case, we use one of my, my methods for getting a lot of content out of a client. Yeah. And, you know, we've talked about repurposing, you know, from time to time here. And when it comes to batching your content, it's also uh, great to go and repurpose some of your content as well. I'll spend a great deal of time batching the stuff that I'm trying to repurpose out. So you go and you do a Facebook live video stream, you can go spend time cutting that all up for your Instagram, for your Twitter, for Facebook, different social sites. And you're really spending time batching it all out. So there's so many different ways you can do this. Right. And you don't even have to do it yourself. Let me just also put that out there. I mean, for some of you, that's going to be that way because you have a, you don't want to spend a lot of money or you don't have a lot of money to spend. But I do have a video editor I use that that does some of this for me on the video side. I know that for us, we have somebody help us with our podcast as well, as far as getting the technical parts of it, you know, put together. So you know, you don't have to do it all yourself. So do realize that, you know, you don't have to, and please don't like kill yourself trying to, but the bottom line is I am all about saving time. Maybe I'm lazy. I don't know, but I really don't want to spend tons and tons of time like laboring over content. I don't have time for it. I have a business to run. I've got clients that are desperate for me to get things done for them too. So I want to make sure that I'm delivering really in the most efficient way that I can possibly do it. So anyway, we do have a call to action today, don't we? We do because we love those action takers. So tell us what that is. Well, we want you to tell us what your content categories are for your audience. So go spend time doing what we just talked about. And Kami, I think we should uh, put some examples in the show notes for people to see. Like we could take some of the stuff you and I put together when we were writing it all out on the big sheets of paper and maybe take a a few screenshots and share that so they can get some ideas of like what we were talking about in this episode. And hopefully that will encourage and inspire you all, the listeners, to take action. But uh, be sure to tweet us at Madeline Sklar and at Kami Chat and share your progress with us. We want to hear from you. We want to see the action that you're taking, but start with uh, the content categories. 
you may be very pleasantly surprised with how much this will help you by taking time to do it. Agreed. And you can get to our show notes at communitiesthatconvert.com episode 18. You just click on episode 18 and we'll have all of that stuff there. And I'm going to try to put a lot of really cool stuff there for you. So it is worth your while to head over there and check it out. Also, we have a new community on Facebook and we really want you guys to come into our community. So you can go to bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash C-T-C as in communities that convert VIP and all in caps, by the way, C-T-C VIP, because you're a very important person to us to get your invitation for our community. We'll just have, you'll have to sign up for our email there and you'll get that right away. Other than that, I don't know. I hope you guys are having an amazing, amazing day. And I hope to see you guys next week. Yeah, we we definitely want to see you back. And hey, if you have not taken a a moment to rate and review this podcast on iTunes, please do so. It really helps us. We want to know what you think of this podcast. So please leave a rating and review and it lets others see what you think. So please take a moment to do that. We will love you forever. And we'll read your review on our podcast. We want to do that. We sure will. All right, guys, thank you so much. We'll see you next time. Bye. Hey, this is Madeline. And I want to let you know, you can connect with us on our website at communitiesthatconvert.com. You can get all the information in the show notes for this episode. And we also encourage you to visit us on our Twitter profiles. You can reach out to me at Madeline Sklar. That's spelled M-A-D-A-L-Y-N-S-K-L-A-R. And also to Cami. Her Twitter handle is at CamiChat, and that's spelled K-A-M-I-C-H-A-T. We look forward to hearing from you. Thanks for listening to the Communities That Convert podcast with Madeline Sklar and Cami Hoiza, where you learn how to build a tribe of raving fans. Stay in touch with Madeline and Cammie through their website at communitiesthatconvert.com. dot